This is the Real and Refined Podcast with your hosts, Shawnee and Jess. Oh, why do women like projects over things that are already completed and boxed up ready for our enjoyment? This is episode two. (laughs) 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 That's what we're about to dive into, amongst other things, because you know we can never stay on topic. Yes, it's going to be one of those days again. (laughs) I feel like the last time we came here, (laughs) we're on the bed again, FYI, you guys. We're on the bed, and I feel like when we're in the bed, it's just a whole different type of podcast. It's just a different vibe. We're in our feelings, you know? (laughs) All the way. You know? It's just, I'm more relaxed, and when I'm relaxed, I'm just more willing to be vulnerable. (laughs) I'm sad, (laughs) y'all. Jess is sad. It's okay. I'm okay though. But, I'm but sad. you know what? It's it's good to admit that because I'm distraught. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, we're really just going through a lot. We really are. And I feel like I feel like we announce this at the beginning of every podcast <laughs> as if this is news. And it's not. <laughs> so you were like, didn't they say that last time? Well, we're still going through things. I'm still feeling it, and so I'm gonna keep telling you until I don't feel it anymore. How about that? Exactly. That's it. It's therapeutic. It really is. So I'm glad. I mean, you know, thanks for tuning in as always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so y'all listen. We were sitting here and we were talking about what our next topic should be, and I, like we're like going through like the list of topics that we have, and then Jess came up with something that I feel like really resonates with the times. Um, and it, I think we all do this. Yes. And by we, we mean like women, women, especially, we tend to gravitate towards people that require a lot of effort and work and yes. fixing up and, you know what I'm saying? Like tapering and taking things away and moving them to another place and making yes. them elevate their life essentially. And we like people who cause us confusion. Right. Essentially. Because at the end of the day, I feel like we like to be proud of our accomplishment. It's like it's like a school project or like a build a bear. It's like, wow, I put all (laughs) those things together. And now look at you. You're amazing. Everything I've wanted. You're all that I wanted. And I did that like, wow. So it's like a really gratifying feeling. You know, like, you know what? I made you. I made you who you are. But it's not in a prideful way. It's just like a. I'm happy that you can be what I need you to be because I contributed to your elevation and growth. But now the question to that is why do we choose to do that when there are already people in our lives who are whole and who don't need to be built up? Mm -hmm. They can just essentially build us up and then we grow together. I don't think that we like safe. I think that we like a little danger yeah like i feel like whenever people are predictable and whenever you (laughs) like you just know what they're gonna do next the excitement isn't there Mm -hmm. and so we automatically equate that to boring when we should really (laughs) it should really correlate to being stable (laughs) like he's stable i like him we need to replace boring with stable yeah that vocabulary word needs to go away like you're a boring man if absolutely if he's stable absolutely give me the stable one because we would rather have the confusion the excitement the thrill yeah the thrill the of thrill. the hunt and we don't even like chasing nobody I, but like, you know we don't we're very traditional in that way yeah. like we talked about that a couple of days ago about yeah. how we we tend to not like really shoot our shot i think you mentioned we, one time yes 
about yes. how you kind of like put yourself out there like hmm i think i like him yeah but other than that like it's very difficult for us to shooting like okay so basically i feel like it's totally unnatural for a woman to shoot her shot but i have done that once before but it was it was in a different way like i was just like oh he's cute end of conversation and then it like unfolded from there yeah it just but then like there. how did that work out for you though man man if i could tell y'all <laughs> if i could only if i could only describe to y'all the type of disappointment that i went through the levels the, like of it was like a fluctuation of disappointment coming from all different sides <laughs> it was like man like the things that you wouldn't expect to be disappointed about you're just disappointed like yeah i'm gonna call you back in five minutes five minutes passed three days ago <laughs> and here we are waiting sad <laughs> just really like how is it that i'm so like no so it's okay you know i recognize that women are going to shoot their shot the way that men are going to shoot their shot but it's always better if you just allow someone to come to you and show you that they're interested in you so y'all can move on from there right because trying to like figure out if somebody's interested and figure out like what game they're playing or if it isn't a game and they just suck at communicating that is just so it's tiring yeah oh my gosh but i would i would prefer i mean i would prefer someone to let it be known that like they're eyeing me and they're interested in me yeah but after that like you can you can kind of put the cruise control on you know what i'm saying like yes turn on the car let me know that it's running you know get it going 40 miles per hour but then like hit cruise control like stop yeah pressing like don't press me don't okay don't don't press me throughout the process like, where stop. i'm feeling and that's just my personal like feeling i don't just like being overwhelmed too, and crowded with you like your me too feeling. much yeah. like you're doing a lot sir like i like oh like so i like and that's the safe, gifts, though. but it's like oh my god like he won't stop <laughs> right i hate him but that's like the safer option where it's like someone's telling you their intentions consistently telling you where they're coming from, what angle they're at, how much they like you, when's the next time I can see you. They're planning. But when someone says, when's the next time I can see you, it's like, hmm. I'm, can we just enjoy right now? Like, why Why are we? I'm not thinking about that. Right. Like, I, but that that's not necessarily the right way to think. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like the default for a lot of women, we feel like, okay, when a man is very forward with their feelings towards us and what their intentions are, we're like, <laughs> Why are you, you talking too much? <laughs> what do I do with that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All that truth. What do I do with it? <laughs> As hey. I'm saying, we're used to the lies. <laughs> like, I'm used to having to pull it out of you. So now I'm, I'm, what do I do? Like, I just allow you to. That's the problem. Like on me? To do. Like on me. <laughs> <laughs> like on me. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like, I, I think that it's really interesting. Like when we like paint it out and like make it like really real for ourselves dealing with someone who is very interested in us and you know is very forthcoming with what they want um compared to like a man who is interested in us but is not forthcoming about what he wants or he's just not like easily read um mm, where i find the the mm, the disconnect Mm -hmm. in wanting someone who doesn't show you everything Mm -hmm. is that i'm not even the disconnect i think that we like the fact that 
we don't know what's next and we like the the uncertainty the almost thrill like of it. yeah like yeah. oh okay so i wonder i wonder if he is going to call me back or i wonder what is going to come of this relationship are we are we actually going to end up being together because so. then when the follow through if the follow through happens you have a level of excitement you're yeah. like, wow, like he did call back. This is exciting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We're going on another date. This is crazy. This is wow. I'm having the time of my life. See? Instead of it being like so programmed and predictable or boring. I'm using air quotes. Because <laughs> it's like, I already know what's going to happen. Like, you're going to love me. And then that's it. You're and for some reason, like, ever after? we don't, we don't necessarily want that in that capacity. I think that we just want to allow things to unfold with uncertainty in our own pace if that's what place we're in in life mm. um, i totally got that it was a lot of words but i really <laughs> sorry. i received that i like, received it, it like <laughs> oh my sentences be so long y'all they're so long but i really feel like because of where we're at in life is why we choose who we choose mm-hmm. and like what we're comfortable with is kind of the same thing as what we give out because if we're the type of people that like <laughs> <laughs> Me and Dustin are one of the people that will confuse you on purpose. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna call. Yeah, I want to go out, but I'm tired. But I'm sleep. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry. Not going I was anywhere. sleeping. I'm sorry. And it's like, and I think because of that, we we more like we gravitated to people who gave us the same thing in return. Mm-hmm. And then at a point in time when I was ready for like commitment then it's like okay i'm gonna go with the person who is actually committing to me because that's exactly what i want right now Mm -hmm. so i do think one answer to why women choose a project over like an already made guarantee yeah it's just because they want the project because they're the project too right they're trying to work out things within themselves as well and they want to do it with somebody else so they want to build on that and uh, i think that there is um I can understand that. So there's some logic behind that. But I also think that we need to open up our minds to a man who is like what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that we would end up more fulfilled and happier than we end up being with these people who we have no idea what's coming next. And we have to work on them constantly without like any sign of an end to it. Yeah. Like you never know if you're going to actually be with them. Right. But I think that's also like. It speaks to where, like you said, where we are at in our journey yeah. as women. And I also think it speaks to our past experiences. I'll speak for myself in this and saying my past experience taught me how to be a fixer upper. Like I yeah. learned how to fix people because I dealt with someone that needed to be fixed. Yeah. And so once I removed myself from that situation, I was like, oh, finally, like, okay, I'm good. But then when you're presented with someone who has potential and they're showing mm-hmm. you exactly where they're at, they're giving, they're showing you all your, they're all their cards essentially. You're like, wait, but I have nothing to work on. Like, <laughs> I never had an experience with someone that I didn't have to work on. So <laughs> it would require me to kind of, um, change and let go of that comfortability you're way overqualified i'm sorry i'm afraid to turn you down (laughs) 
<laughs> I just need somebody that doesn't have no, as much experience. <laughs> I need one who is just <laughs> trash. <laughs> so I can work on him because then you're going to see how imperfect I am. Oh, there it That's is. That's what it is. There it is. Because <laughs> now you have to look at yourself. Like when you are yeah. dealing with someone who has issues and kinks that need to be worked out, you have no, they're not in a mental space to call you out on the yes. things that you are lacking but in. When you're the problem, it's yes. like, oh, nah. I can't. I've never been that. Because <laughs> I always dated the problem. Right. <laughs> well, I've always been the perfect one out of the bunch. Like, yes. that's a different feeling. And so I think we have to kind of learn how to lean into that in order to evolve ourselves as women. Yeah. But that's like super scary because, like, <laughs> it's intimidating when you have someone. Who's Set. already like, hey, I have a plan. Yes. This is what I want. And I want you to be there with me. It's like, ooh. <laughs> we sure? So you, I need to get my I need to get my stuff together right now. <laughs> like, so I'm just gonna pack all my baggage, like, and you just gonna take it in your car? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, uh, I'm, so I'm gonna, gonna carry on or like what what are so, we doing? So we'll, <laughs> are so you charging thirty dollars a bag? What? So it's like I got I a lot of bags. <laughs> I, I think it's really an acceptance thing too, because the way that I look at it, like, cause what I feel like with T, like I look at him and I'm like, you're just very like straight across the board. Like, you know what you want. You have this process and mm -hmm. you're, you know, like, you know what you're doing. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right. And me, I'm like, Haha, I'm about to skip across this board. I'm about to do this. <laughs> I'm about to do that. And I'm about to do that. And so for me, I'm like, wait, because I, I'm still figuring it out. So I feel like I'm more of the problem. So I'm definitely mm. in that, that relationship where it's like, oh, I need to only figure my own stuff out like right here because you're so like in encompassed in your own thing. And so I, I can see why it's intimidating and mm -hmm. why certain people wouldn't want that because it's like, um, I mean, unless you y'all are working on it together, you have to work on yourself by yourself. Yes, I mean, that's absolutely. a counselor that's reading more books. That's finding a healthy balance for yourself. Not to say that the other person is even perfect, but just saying that when you are dating someone or you're with someone with a totally different lifestyle choice, a different personality, mm -hmm. you have to change yourself. And so I feel like that's why some people aren't attracted to that, because what if you don't want to change? Right. You know, like what if you're A to F to to G back to B is just who you are as a person. And it's a matter of you ha being able to accept that person for who they are or meet them where they're at yeah. or deciding whether or not that's something that you're even willing to put up with. Yeah. Because if you if you recognize that the two things don't align, then you have to make a choice. And that's I think that's the hard part. It's like you can either choose to be like, yep. He's like that, but that's OK, because we're going to work through that. And he's like that. I'm like this, but we can find a way to balance that. But it requires, you know, effort on both mm -hmm. parts to really, truly understand and see you for where you're at. So like, True. OK, <clears throat> I go to therapy, full disclosure, right? Same. I go to therapy. Life's hard. Um, so <laughs> Very. one time he my therapist used this example of um, a ladder and being in a relationship. It's like being on a ladder. And sometimes you're so focused um, on being on the same page. Like sometimes you might be on, you know, level two and 
he's on level seven. And then yeah. sometimes you're on level 10 and he's like on a one. And yeah. that's just like the, the ebbs and flows of a natural relationship. Sometimes you're going to be up. Sometimes he's going to be down, vice versa. Or sometimes you might feel like this. And sometimes you might feel the opposite. But as long as you're committing to understanding where you're at. And my thing that really brought it home was I just need you to be on the ladder. Like if you're not on the, the ladder. Same one. <laughs> yes. If you're not on it, then I can't like, okay. So if you can visualize, it's like a triangle. You have one ladder perched up along the top of this tall building. On the other side of the building, there's another ladder perched up along the side of it. Y'all are each trying to work towards a common goal, which is the top of the building. Right. Yeah. So it's just a matter of what pace you're at, where you're at and where, how you might move down a rung sometimes to get adjusted and then come back up five rows or whatever. Yeah. But as long as you're actively working towards reaching the same goal, then your relationship is moving in a positive direction. But my thing is, if you are constantly trying to like progress to the top and homeboy's not on the ladder, like you're not even on the ladder, sir. <laughs> how can I work with you if you don't even want to be on the, you don't even want to, you don't want to get to the top. You don't want to <laughs> get up there with me. So that's like what I need. Like, it, I don't care if you're not on the same page with me all the time, because I think that's just how relationships are. You have yeah. to try to understand each other and communicate and work through things. But if you just are fully committed to not being on the ladder, period, then that's when I have like a problem. So agreed. I think in a weird way, I enjoy the challenge of a relationship and the project aspect of it. But mm. when the whole relationship is a project solely for you to work on and he's not working on anything in return when it comes to me, yeah. then that's when you can get have some discord and then you end up being in either a miserable situation or mm. you, you break up. Get sad. <laughs> like, and y'all hear me with the yes and the amens in the back because I'm the thing is like talking about the situation and living it oh my gosh um i mean they're, they're two totally different things but talking about it helps so much for when you do live it to be in a situation where you're solely working on yourself but it's only by yourself mm -hmm. it's probably the most nerve-wracking thing and that's why you should probably choose a person who you can work with mm -hmm. that understands your process. Supports you. So even if I am a project, right, mm -hmm. and my man is a project, at least we're coming together in our project ways and we're we're finding we're finding our common ground in that. Yeah. Because I don't want a quote unquote ready man, perfect man to look at me and be like, you need help. Yeah. Let me yeah. help you. Let me save you. Because it doesn't make, it doesn't grow you. That no. doesn't help. Like, that's one thing that I will say. Like, for me, if I felt like I was, like, at tip, tip top shape, and then I got with somebody that I had to work on, I would be treating him like he was less than me. Mm -hmm. Not because he is, but because I have to help him up to where I'm at. Right. And that probably doesn't feel good for him mm -hmm. you know it's definitely and like a blow to an ego yeah for sure. and so it's like if i constantly have to pull you up where i'm at or if i'm constantly having to like make sure that everything's good and if i'm the only one that's like trying to construct your change and help you then i, I feel like that's a slight towards me mm -hmm. so i mean and i guess this conversation isn't necessarily 
on the same topic as us choosing a project, like a, a guy who we work on um, or that we're trying to figure out if he really wants to be in the relationship. But it's more like now you're in the relationship and you've chosen this person. But like, did you cho- did you choose a person that like you're equally yoked with and that y'all Facts. can like work well together? Or did you just choose someone that you were just attracted to um, and it was very like convenient um, or yes fill in the blank whatever yeah yeah like whatever whatever answer you have like if it wasn't something that you believe um can withstand a long-lasting unconditional type of relationship like i, I think a, a consider a consideration needs to be made for the choices that we make or the type of people that we choose like not necessarily what stage in life they're in like if they're not ready to be in a relationship but like are they ready to have a committed relationship with somebody like i think that's like a big c that people overlook like yes like you have to be willing to commit to uh, the process a communicator Mm -hmm. a um an an open person a transparent person Mm -hmm. um someone who is trustworthy like all those things come into play and that's why relationships are so hard and i feel like we should talk more about them Mm -hmm. because Right now, a lot of people choose other people based on their Instagrams, like what they look like. Or their insecurities. Okay, their dysfunctions. Yes. And we don't have time for that because you're just going to have a whole bunch of dysfunctional relationships with dysfunctional kids and a a dysfunctional household. So everybody all everybody's on the outside like it's they're not gonna be like you have to understand that like the vibe that you put out like that's your responsibility and the people that you affect like i mean well the closest people to you are the ones that you affect and so you always want to make sure that you're putting out something good and if you're in a relationship that is just tumultuous or it's toxic or it's just i mean it's not going anywhere then nine times out of ten you ain't got nothing good to talk about so I feel like we need to make better choices for ourselves with our relationships so that we can give more positivity to the people around us. Right. We can grow ourselves on a personal level. I think we're always going to hit a ceiling if we continue to surround ourselves with people who just aren't on our level. And right. that's like no knock to them because like everybody has a journey and a path to take and not everybody's going to move at your speed. True. But we have to be able to accept that when we see that for what it is, you'd be like, you know what? It looks like you're at that stage where you just really, you really aren't motivated and that's fine. That's really okay. That I'm, I'm motivated, <laughs> but I'm just going to leave you here until you decide for yourself that you want to be motivated. If that's what you want to do, but you, we have to be willing to accept what is in front of us and what yeah. people are showing us. And that sounds so like, so cliche and like regurgitated, but it's just really true. And I think we, sometimes we can overcommit to the idea of what it could be before we see it for what it is so we've already said like you know what it looks like it could be that so i'm just gonna stick with that belief because what he's showing me right now doesn't look like that but it's okay because (laughs) i feel like he's gonna be that like it's not a red flag it's pink and it's pretty and i just want to i just want to eat it It looks like cotton candy like (laughs) i i feel like we really need to try to listen to that inner voice and be like you know what i like you yeah i might even love you I, I, I you know what I do. <laughs> I do I love you but I love you but Honestly. I don't think this is conducive for a healthy trajectory towards love life relationship and all things yes like 
why is that so hard to grasp and swallow for us women? And I'm not, I'm just know. speaking why for don't us we let because it's us. But I feel like men might have that struggle too. Sometimes men might just fall in love with the idea of being in love. Or maybe they feel like they're ready. So it's like, whoever's next, I'm going to fit them into that mold. Do that. A lot yes. of men, when they're ready, they'll just marry the next one. Like, no, I'm right. ready. So I'm getting married. And it's like, oh, but you chose the wrong one. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. That, that's a real thing. You can choose oh the wrong God. person. You, truth. And that that's a sad story. And I, nobody wants, nobody likes, and nobody is advocating for divorce. No. Nobody's advocating for, like, separations. However... There are choices that you have to be cognizant of, like fully. Mm-hmm. You have to really know who you're marrying. You have to really know who your best friends are. You have to know who you are. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like just because you're ready or you think that you're ready for marriage or a, a fully committed relationship doesn't necessarily mean that you are. You probably need to seek counsel prior to making any of those mm-hmm. decisions so that you can make the best decision for yourself. Because people be out here choosing the wrong people because they're just so in a rush to do something, to commit to something, to, to prove, have love. Yeah, to prove something to themselves. Like, yeah, I can do that, and mm-hmm. I am ready for that. It's like, yeah, you are, and you can be, but you can also chill. Yeah, <laughs> you can actually <laughs> relax. Like, you know? <laughs> because there's really no time bomb on this. It's really not. I mean, for women, we have, of course, we have our biological clocks. But I think as a woman of faith, I really feel like you just have to trust God's timing and everything. You know, that's where I am. And if you were going to have a child, then you were going to have a child. Like, I had a child because I was going to have a child. Like, that's what God was like, you know what, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to do that. And you're not going to be married. So we'll work on that later. But, (laughs) (laughs) like, this is what you got right now. So I have to trust that. And I have to trust that. Even though my son is five now and I wanted to have another child by now already, I'm just not, you know, I'm about to be 27 and I ain't no man yet, which means I'm not going to have no kids yet. And that's okay because I can't see what God sees. And that's what I have to continue to tell myself. But I also need to be actively like working on myself and see like being in a situation where I'm trying to. I'm trying to work on my situation or like work on the project instead of just allowing something to come to me. That's actually, that actually aligns with me. It just makes me think, okay, Mm, this is probably my downfall right now that I need to work on. I didn't realize I had one, but I I do just allow yourself to, to, to be in that Mm -hmm. and and go through that process. Cause for me, what's funny is, I, our our situation is essentially opposite because I have the man, right? I, I have the husband, but I don't have any kids. <laughs> and I've wanted kids since I was 21 years old. And so for me, yeah. I'm like, wow, like I have the husband. I got the <laughs> You got the setup. Where the kids at? Where the house at? Where's my life at? Because I thought for sure, like this, I thought for sure, y'all, that I was going to be barefoot and pregnant out here. Kid number three on the way, 27. Like oh, I really man. thought. But. No children have come out of my womb yet, and I have to trust that God already orchestrated my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so whatever I have right now and whatever I'm going to have in the future are just meant for me. And so this stage in my life, like, like you know, we have, like, those thoughts of, like, oh, what we really truly desire. But, I mean, who's to say I could handle that? Who's to say that was supposed to be 
for me. Right. Like I can't make that up for myself. Um, and what your what your t- situation and your trial is, um, I'll say it's very kindred to what my trial is too. And it's just really trusting that even though I'm I've made decisions that I have not been proud of Mm -hmm. and decisions that I'm like, man, like that really set me back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I am way back here with it. Wow. (laughs) Gosh, I I do know that whatever comes next, like it's for me Mm -hmm. and it was already written for me. If it's for you, it's not going to miss you at all, sis. And so (laughs) I'm like, well, okay. Like it doesn't feel good. It doesn't it doesn't feel secure. I'll tell you that right now. It feels like a rickety ride, uh some ride on six flags. Like I'm just going up and I'm about to drop and I'm like I'm not I'm not in there tight enough. Y'all ever been on Judge Roy Scream, the roller coaster? No. Do they still have that? Do they shut that down? No, Years ago at Titan. Six Flags, I went on Judge Boy Scream, and that is the most ricketyest, rackiest <laughs> roller coaster of them all. It was like all wooden. I was like, this Wait, cannot the be big safe. Brown one? I don't remember. It was brown and wooden. Like it was I've all brown and wooden. I, I've been on that, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Is that what about? you're feeling like right now? Yes. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm going up. I'm going side to side. I, I might down. fall out and die. I might. I might die, or I might live. Yeah. And that's been the best thrill of my life. <laughs> Like, whoo, could you believe we were 27? We thought, <laughs> we thought, now we 32 and we got it. Right. We just got to be, we have to be real with ourselves. Because yeah. I think half the times, half the times, <laughs> half the times, half, half the, the times. Time. <laughs> we're just really, I'm really moment. out of there, y'all. I'm so out of there. Um, Half the time we know. Like, women know. Like, we are so powerful. And yeah. we have all of these superpowers and, like, feelings and intuition. Intuitions. Intuitions. And we just be like, you know what? Nope. I don't believe it. I'm just going to just stay right here and be confused. And I think we need to just lean more into our superpowers and recognize that if I wouldn't be having this weird, sad, or, like, tugging feeling if... Yeah. This was right. That's Whatever right. this oh. is, if you have that feeling, then own that. Respect it. Like, we don't respect that feeling. Oh, that makes me so, le- like, sad that my legs got weak. Like, y'all <laughs> don't know when you're sad and you're like, oh, I feel it. I feel it. I like, be that's feeling, me. That's life. I be feeling it in my bones. Mm-hmm. But it that's, that's, like, the spot on truth. Mm-hmm. Like, trust yourself enough to where when you have those feelings removed you respect it yeah. you're like you know what self you're probably right and this really will suck but how about we just take a step back mm-hmm. and let's just see it. and if what we see is not what we like okay then we'll adjust accordingly i just think oftentimes we're afraid of that temporary sucky moment yes like we want it to always be like beautiful and you know easy smooth sailing but it's gonna be a judge boy scream situation anyway. and it might not last forever like what a roller coaster ride lasts maybe a minute and a, a half minute. two minutes yeah, so just long. if you look at it in that perspective and it's like i would rather go through this rickety rackety ride of suffering and sadness and misery yeah. If that's gonna get me off this this, and this then, ride and, and onto something a little more smooth. <laughs> but what's super important to realize too is the fear of those 
feelings yeah. is worse than the actual feeling. Oh, yes. Like you spend more time in your fear of having that sad, depressed moment mm-hmm. than you do actually being depressed. Going through it. Yeah, yes. Because we'll be like, I guarantee we could be talking about being sad forever. Like we, <laughs> me and Jessica will talk about being sad forever, but we're not actually sad, sad. Like right? before we start this podcast, <laughs> we were talking about being sad forever. It took like, us an hour to get on this microphone. It took us an hour, y'all. We had to like really decompress. <laughs> And we're like, oh, what is going on? Why is this happening? But it's like a mental, like we're we're fearing the sadness before mm-hmm. we let the sadness actually just be there. Yeah. Because like, I mean, the past proves itself. The, uh, the proof is in the pudding, essentially. Mm-hmm. I have been sad before, and it didn't take me long to not be sad. Anymore. You was all right. Like, you came <laughs> out of that thing. I bounced back so fast, yes. so quick. I was so quick with it. Like, I was like, boom, <laughs> I'm back. Like, and it's like, I, I do think that we forget how resilient we are. Yeah. Um, the sadness, well, the fear of the sadness is, um, I think that it's just a way of trying to cope um, with the thought like of, oh man, this is going to be over or, mm-hmm. oh man, like I didn't get what I wanted or like, well, what happens next? Well, right. we're going to see all of that. Like, yeah. we're going to be able, we're going to get to see the end of this trial. I mean, God willing, like yeah. he's going to show us and then eventually explain to us in happenings or however he speaks to you. Uh, Why that thing happened the yes, way it happened. Right. Yes. And then we become better because of it. And then new people come into our lives and then we become better for those people that are already in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that I, it's really good for us to decompress and to talk about it, but it's really vital that we remember that the fear of it is actually worse than what, whatever it is. Right. So uh, allowing yourself to be in a moment to to be sad, yes, to choose the wrong person, yes, to live your life and be disappointed with some of your decisions, but recognize that it's all for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, because that one scripture that has never left my mind since the last weekend <laughs> when I was using the bathroom yes. and then I came up out the bathroom, I was like, Jessica, God just dropped a scripture on me when I was on the toilet. <laughs> and so I got to tell you. And it, it says it goes, all things work for the good of those who love the Lord that are called according to his purpose mm-hmm. um and i like, it just sat so well with me because we were sad last week yeah <laughs> it's that so we're well. trying because i was like all things work for the good of those who love the lord mm-hmm. let's just pause there it's yeah. like wait so all things like all like, things all inclusive so everything? like what i just went through like that that works for the good of those who love i the love lord, the lord and i love the lord so that works for my good mm-hmm according to his purpose so there's a purpose in the plan and in the pain that's what you're telling me <laughs> oh okay so okay so okay this isn't okay. that bad then there's whatever i'm about to go through isn't that bad there's a light at the end of this tunnel it just it's dim mm-hmm. it's dim right now but ultimately there's always a means to an end yeah. and so i just think that as long as we remember that no matter what type of messed up choices we're making or whoever we choose or who we don't choose or who we let go i'm you can't stay stuck on those moments. You have to let those things go, allow the process to just be. And then when you get to the end of it, then that's when that, that epiphany moment strikes or like whenever like you're holding your second baby with that big old diamond on your hand. <laughs> Speak it. <laughs> okay. Speak it's going to be like, oh, that's why I went through all this nonsense and I was sad for a week or so. Mm-hmm. 
Because I had to be, because I had to go through that, because I had to date that fool so I could recognize what a good man was. Because or I could recognize who I am. Like, who? Boom, boom. Like, <laughs> I am. Like, I didn't have to go through all of that. I didn't have to put myself through a situation like that. Mm-hmm. I could have easily just handled it this way and been like, mm, you acting up, I'm going to let you. I'll be right here because you're going to come back anyways because the proof is in the pudding. Right. So, therefore, I'll be here. And if you don't come back, I bet you somebody else comes. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, so be it. So be it. But that's not gonna happen like that. It's really not. You know, but I was just—I had for the sake of the argument, right. I had to put that in there. That but didn't we make know sense. what's up. <laughs> 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 like, don't ever get it twisted. But it's fine. Yeah, never that. Um, no, I agree with you a thousand percent. Like that is so accurate. It's so true. It's just a matter of accepting that that's how life actually is. Like we are yeah. so out of control. Like we can control some things, but we can't predict the future. Like true. we don't know what's gonna come tomorrow. And so the more we try to control a situation and mm. force it to be something that it's not, the more that it will not become the thing that we need it to be. <laughs> more of what was not. It's going to be nothing was the same. More of the problem. <laughs> more, more of nothing. <laughs> more, of, more of whatever else we thought we wanted, but we actually don't it. need. Yeah, no. <laughs> Just no. It's going to be more of no. It's like, oh, now we're talking more because I'm calling you more. And you're telling me things I really don't want to hear. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. Because <laughs> I thought if I tried a little harder, it would just be what I wanted it to be. No. No. No, you can't force anything. Don't force nothing 2019. Never forcing. Yeah. That was what that was our motto at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Don't force it 2019. And we ain't. And we haven't. But we well, wanted to. We tried to. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> advice and now we're here talking to you so y'all if you come up with a model stick to it be true to yourself you said you wasn't gonna force it don't force it you said you wasn't gonna eat that cake don't eat the cake okay don't eat the cake if you don't eat the cake eat the cake <laughs> if you said you were gonna eat the cake exactly just do what you said that you were gonna do and follow through with it because your first mind is always right right even though hindsight is always the best sight now i'm just talking <laughs> now we're just trying to rhyme <laughs> Now I'm just really trying to be clever. At this point, we're rappers. Um, <laughs> it's fine. And we need a record deal. Drake? Drake. Toronto. Toronto 2020. Uh, Toronto. Toronto. We are. So we decided, you guys, I feel like a couple episodes ago, which there's no telling when that actually, you know, was posted because of, you know, how we've been doing things lately. But True. a while back, we had asked for people to give some suggestions on where we should go. And so... <laughs> for everybody that cares we are going to atlanta, atlanta. next month and yes. it'll be a cute little girls trip real real fun we're gonna explore the city and i'm really excited probably learn more things about ourselves i feel like every trip has always been a learning experience for us yeah. in some way shape or form truthfully so it has we're really looking forward to that. We're looking forward to not, like, you know, forcing anything in this latter half of the year. Yeah, we're just going to make our way back to not forcing it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's the path we're trying to be on right now. <laughs> um, and just to close out with our whole project topic, I would like to say, and my perspective might change the more that I evolve as a human being. That's okay. But I can respect a good project as long as the project <laughs> wants to be worked on and as long as the project wants to work on me 
Do you know what I'm saying? If we can work together on each other, then I like a good project. And as long as I get an A on the project, I'm straight. But if you give me anything else other than that, Somebody then I'm with you. <laughs> Somebody come get her. No more projects. All homework was due last week. You can no longer I turned it turn in on time. I've been an A student my whole projects. life. My whole life. That's on life, mommy. On life. That's on life. She only had one. Still working. It'll, you know what? It'll come. It'll it'll come in its time. That that answer that we're both looking for, it's gonna come. So no projects for you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Honestly, truly, I know that I am a project within itself. Oh, wow. And so that hey, being you know said, what? I would choose project before I choose stable. So <laughs> so uh, basically, <laughs> we're not giving you good advice right now. <laughs> so don't don't, don't don't do as we do. Do as we say. Okay. <laughs> don't do as we do because if you see us out here living our lives and really trying to figure it out, um, we probably got a project somewhere. Yeah, we probably got a project somewhere. <laughs> and um, I. I mean, I honestly couldn't tell you how to live your life right. Um, <laughs> gonna do it. Because I'm still trying to do it myself. So all I'm trying to do is encourage y'all to be the best of you that you can be. And hopefully through our encouragement, you help us get back to where we're supposed to be. Because we're really going through it. And we out here in the projects being projects. And I, I need help. Y'all, if you have advice, because I feel like there are a lot of strong women out there who might have been through this stage in their life already and they've come out on the other side or maybe they're going through it right now. And if you're listening and if you have advice for us, because if we sound crazy, then go ahead and hit the DMs. Go ahead and give us some sound advice. And even if there's some men out there that wants to give some male perspective because y'all are a piece of work and you know this. So if you have any pointers on how to better handle situations, I think we will be really open to hearing that yes. and receiving that. Yes. Or, you know? or if you're like the type of man that likes to talk, give us some scenarios in those DMs. Tell right. us why men do what they do in certain ways. So that way we could try and understand our men so we can get our lives together and, and stop being these emotional um, slaves to the project. Thank you. Thank you. I, yeah. That's all that I honestly have to say. I I am very fulfilled by this conversation. Me too. I feel a lot better. Like I'm ready to go eat a snack or something. Oh my gosh! Like tacos. It's Friday, and you know the weekend's about to start. It is Friday. Who knows what's what's to come? And I am hungry. All right, y'all. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening. We'll be yes. back next time with another episode. I was gonna read our outro. Read it. <laughs> We have an outro already. It's pre-recorded. Oh, never mind. Y'all gonna hear it. (laughs) Thank you for listening. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Real and Refined Podcast. Be sure to follow us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.